Welcome to the Live Well Podcast. I'm your host, Liv, a naturopathic doctor, mentor, energy healer, Akashic reader, intuitive, energetic business mentor, and honestly, so much more. I help you heal on a physical and emotional level so that you can feel delicious in your health, body, relationships, career, and bank account. This show is for those of you who are looking to go beyond the basic wellness stuff, cut out the BS, and really create a life you love. We talk about health, trauma healing, energetics, feminine energy, wealth, and magnetism so that you can live a life that feels delicious. In these episodes, we will have an honest conversation without the fluffy bullshit. You walk away with all of the insights, tools, and tips to truly live your best life, mind, body, and soul. If you are looking to live well, you are in the right place. For ways to work with me, visit keepupwithlive.com and follow me on Instagram at keepupwithlive for more. And with that, let's get into the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Live Well podcast. I'm so happy that you guys have been enjoying these episodes. We are back with, do you freak out when you manifest? Normalizing wealth and really shifting into receiving it now. So we're going to cover why you never want to freak out, how to shift into the version of you who already has it, manifesting what you desire faster, how to change your set point to receive a higher standard, and really how to collapse time the rest of the year of 2023. But also, if you're listening to this in 2024, you can 100% still do this anytime. And this episode was brought about because I think there is, I think I've seen misconceptions on the internet. And I saw this reel, I won't name the person, but they're like, oh my God, was it a reel or story? I don't know. One of the two. And it was like, oh my God, I'm freaking out. I just manifested X, Y, Z. And I was like, you know, that's so interesting. I was like, you never actually want to freak out when you manifest. And here's why. I don't even want you like saying it because you want to be so landed in your body and your nervous system that when it actually manifests, it's normal to you. It is so normal. Right? When we say, oh, I'm freaking out, you're essentially telling your body of like, this is something that is out of the ordinary. This is something that's potentially too much. This is something that is potentially dangerous. It sends your nervous system into alert mode versus we know we want to be in parasympathetic. We want to be in rest. You actually never want to freak out when you manifest. You want it to be so landed in your body. And this is so important, not only for holding on to what you actually manifest, but for receiving it again and making sure it doesn't leave. So I'm going to give a couple, a couple examples. Let's say you manifest like, oh my God, I'm freaking out. I manifested my soulmate, right? You freaking out puts your nervous system on like, beware. This is out of the ordinary. This is something we're not used to. And then it almost like searches for ways to get rid of it because it's not safe. Because anytime, anytime we're freaking out, it's not safe. Whether we're freaking out about good things or bad things, we want it to be so safe and landed. Now, this doesn't mean we're not grateful. I'm going to get into that. This means you do not want to be freaking out. Or, oh my gosh, I'm freaking out. I just manifested a million dollars. You don't want to be freaking out. You want to feel so landed in that, so grounded in that, that it's just like, oh yeah. And I'm going to bring this back to the example. And I love this example. Our lottery winners who manifest a bunch of money and then lose it or like spend it all. And they've done studies like 86% of lottery winners go broke within three years. That's a large amount. Why? Because they freaked out. Their nervous system freaked out when they received it. Their identity wasn't incongruent to actually be able to hold it. 
And so what your body will do is it'll, it'll get rid of it, whether it's getting rid of money, whether it's getting rid of love, friendships, whatever it is. If your system cannot hold it, the easiest thing to do is get rid of it. It's a lot easier to get rid of it than to change your internal state. So you want to make sure your internal state is so locked and loaded that by the time you actually receive it, you're normalizing a higher level. You're normalizing something else. So we want to be in grounded gratitude. That's what I always say to my clients, grounded gratitude, where you are grateful for what you've manifested, grateful for what you are receiving, but it is so normal that you wouldn't expect any less because it's just the way you live. All right, so it's a very special skill and I want you to think about where you need to start normalizing a new level. And obviously we're going to talk about shifting into receiving that now, but you want to make sure it's so landed in your body. Months before I had my health, it landed in my body. Months before, you know, I had my relationship, it landed so securely in my body that it wasn't a freak out. Like when I met my, my fiance, my soulmate, it was so grounded. It was like, yeah, of course this makes sense based on like how I've been leading myself, how I've been like the standards that I set, how I've been operating. This makes sense. Right. You want to do that with your relationships. You want to do that with love. You want to do it with money. You want to do it with wealth of all kinds. So normal in your body and then practice on a new level of normal. So in terms of normalizing this, who we are and how we be is what rules our lives. And if we don't start to change that, then the outside conditions are going to be the same, or we're going to feel like we receive and then it disappears. And this is common with people who say, you know, I make money, but then it leaves again. Or there's always like, I manifest bills to pay or it's always coming, but then there's always a reason to let it go. It's because your nervous system doesn't actually feel safe receiving it. So we're left wondering, why did X happen? Why are we in these repeating patterns? And you're in the repeating pattern because it's not actually safe for your nervous system. And so it freaks out. The most powerful thing you can do is to be consistent with the standards and the frequency that you hold for yourself and what you tolerate. And obviously this is tied to identity, right? Because identity is who you are and how you be. So we really need to think about how are you being in order to normalize that level so it becomes a standard. If you haven't listened to my episode, it's a recent one, maybe two, two, one or two episodes ago about cleaning up your energetic standards, go back and listen to that one because that's going to take you through the exact process to clean up your energetic standards. But we're going to dive more into it today in a different way. But I want you to think about you being a thermostat on a wall, right? This is very important in terms of like having new sets of normal and regulating like a new level of normal in your nervous system. So think about it like a thermostat on a wall. Once that temperature is set to a certain degree, everything in the world can hit it and it will end up bringing it back to the set point of that temperature. So let's say the house is set to 70 degrees and you opened up all the doors and all the hot air came in right now it's summer where I am, you know, all the hot air just brings the, the temperature of the room up. You know, it's a super hot day. All the windows and doors are open. Heat comes flooding in. It gets hotter and hotter and hotter. The thermostat will find a way to bring it back down to 70 degrees to cool it off. Because what happens is as soon as you receive that flood of hot air, AC kicks in to bring it back down. All right, opposite's true. If you house is set to 70 degrees and all of a sudden, and maybe it's winter, you let cold air rushing in the worst things in the world. You know, everything is bad, wrong, not as it should be. Blizzard of life comes in. 
heat will kick on to regulate the room back up to 70 degrees. You don't want either one, but you especially don't want to be freaking out with receiving new levels because if you try to receive it and it's too big of a difference from your set point, from the thermostat, and it freaks out your nervous system, your nervous system will naturally bring it back down to where it is comfortable. So the key, the secret key, is being able to shift that set point, to shift that temperature on that thermostat to something new. And that is by shifting your identity into receiving what is already there and being the person who already has it. And I guarantee you, there are ways you are not being the person who already has it. And we're going to go into kind of how to do that and how to normalize new levels. But if you listen to my episode on congruency, oh, I'm a big fan of congruency. I was just talking about this with a one-on-one client with like, we're trying to manifest like love into her life in a, a beautiful relationship. And we illuminated some places where she was not incongruent with what she says she wanted. The way she was operating was not that. Right. So her set point is set to receive emotionally unavailable men or like, you know, people who don't want to see her on weekends or this or that, you know, those kind of details. That was her set point. So we had to change her set point. So some of the ways and strategies to do this are actually very simple. Let's go back to like financially, because I know that's a big one for a lot of people. Let's say financially wealth wise, you're at 70 degrees and I'm a 200 degree. If I'm in your proximity over and over again, you will heat up to your identity being somewhere between 70 and 200 degrees, let's say 144 degrees, because there's so much heat that the set point has to break. It can't possibly cool down, right? Same goes with health. Health-wise, maybe you're a 70 degree year, you put yourself in someone who has a 200 degree year. If you do that consistently, eventually you will break the air conditioning and the air conditioning won't be able to bring it back down to 70 degrees. I don't know if your parents ever told you like, shut the doors, you're going to kill the AC. Mm. Right? If you let too much of that air in, it will eventually, like the AC will stop and like it'll be a new set point. You won't possibly be able to get it back down. I am so excited because the next round of Wealth Recode is officially open. This is the program that recodes your nervous system to feel safe with wealth. Receiving it, holding it, growing it, wealth of all kinds. There are live healing calls with me where we are going to be doing the deep rewiring of living beliefs, letting go of lack and scarcity in your nervous system, generational and past life trauma around money and wealth, and getting you into a state where you are living in complete overflow with wealth. This round is even more potent than before because I have unlocked new levels since the last round that are going to change everything. These are the shifts that have changed my life and my bank account. This is not only going to change how you respond to wealth, it is going to change your entire relationship to it. There's also plenty of time for Q&A and a Telegram channel to ask questions in between calls to get support. Yum. So this is for you if you want to heal your relationship with money and become a higher match for wealth and bring nervous system safety into it. Check out the link in the description. I cannot wait to see you inside. And if you have any questions, let me know. And let's get back to the episode. So the more you can layer in people, the stronger that force is going to be. The more you can put yourself in rooms and containers around the people who are going to change it, the more that thermostat was going to change. And that's not only like, you know, the mentors, the coaches you hire, it's the people you surround yourself with. It's the content that you consume. It's the podcasts you listen to. It's the books that you read. That's why I'm always putting myself in rooms with those who can expand me. And I'm normalizing new levels before I've gotten there. 
I'm putting myself in with people who are normalizing massive amounts above me so that I can get somewhere in between so that my new normal goes somewhere between where I'm at and where they're at. It naturally gets pulled up because right? I'm just so immersed. Like if we also think about normalizing love, right? You want maybe a man who leads, you want a nursing relationship, you want like it to be really fun and you're laughing lots, but you also like want it to be hot and polarity. A, what kind of men are you going on dates with? Or what kind of relationships are you entertaining? Are you surrounded by friends who complain about their partners? You know, who complain about, oh, so-and-so did this, etc. You surrounded by people who have shitty relationships? Well, then yours is going to look a lot different, right? The set point in your friend group is going to be a shitty relationship. So what are you going to probably have? Shitty relationship. Like that one is huge. I think one of the differences I notice even between my fiance and I, we never like complain about each other to friends. We never like say, oh, you know, so-and-so did this or like talk down, like, no. But if you are entertaining like a friend group who does that or a friend group who like has men who behave that way, then you're going to feel really outlined. I was talking about this with a one-on-one -on -one a little while back who like the majority of the marriages around her were people like complaining about their spouses or, you know, normalizing tit for tat, normalizing, you know, settling, normalizing all of this. If you're surrounded by friends who settle, your set point, it's going to be settling in relationships. Especially like if we think about even your set points as you grow up, if your parents, oh, this is a beautiful example. I had a new one on one today. Parents who always fought. So normalizing a set point for you, a normalized set point is relationships where people have like little tit for tats who spat at each other who always fight. This also goes for wealth, right? If you're a set point, if you were born into a set point, that's a certain level of degree based on like where your parents were at, et cetera. You're gonna have to break out of that, right? Because you're normalized. Your set point is at that level. So it's going to be uncomfortable, but it's uncomfortable because you're changing your set point. All right. So like, that's number one. That's like getting into those spaces, containers that are really going to make it impossible for it to come back down. And it's what you surround yourself with. All right. Number two is doing short bursts in a window of time that are going to change the thermostat permanently. So if it's a certain number of like reps in the gym, you know, or a certain amount of money, you'll never be the same again because it becomes a point where you cannot, you can't, uh, you cannot actually go back. Like once you run five kilometers, you'll never like undo the fact that you run five kilometers. It's already been done. Like it's in the past. It's been done. Or, you know, if you've already made a million dollars, it's in your set point then to make a million dollars. You're not, it's not going to take a lot of energy. It's not going to take a lot of external force for you to hit that again. And that's why the, there's so many, you know, entrepreneurs, et cetera, who you peered stories about like, this not working out when they start a new business or they start this. And like every time they start a new business, it takes off really quickly. It's because of their set point. And then is our self-confidence, which is the kind of like the last thing, which is massively tied to our identity. And this is obviously where we need to do a lot of like inner work to heal, but you need to reinforce the actual things over and over again of like who you are. And if there's any like limiting beliefs, any negative thought patterns, any negative structures that are coming in of like, it's not possible. 
who are you to do this? Who am I to do this? It's not like any, any kind of negative thought patterns, right? It reinforces that. And so what does that do? That brings your set point back down. Versus if we start to stack and normalize a new level through these short like bursts and like have the confidence and power behind it, what happens is your reticular activating system, your RAS in your brain, the messages you're giving yourself start to change that thermostat, right? It's like short bursts of like confidence, giving, 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 and it's massively tied to your identity of who you say you are. But when we're not incongruent through not doing things like one and two, well then yourself doesn't even believe it. And this is where like you have the power, like let's say you're normalizing new levels of, of love, right? Do you have the confidence to hold a new standard for yourself? Because that's the message you're giving yourself. You, know, you say you want X kind of relationship, but you settle for someone who, you know, treats you or doesn't text you ever. That, that's not incongruent, right? There's not the confidence backing that. So you are not actually able to hold it when things waver. Because you need to be able to hold that interlude where your set point is changing, right? That part when it's uncomfortable, when the thermostat's actually changing, you have to be able to hold that without freaking out. You need to normalize because you receive it once you've normalized that. But so often, if you go back and listen to my recent episodes about the air freshener, it's like you're trying to normalize a new level into your nervous system, but you unplug the air freshener and then you wonder why it's like, quote unquote, not working. It's not that it's not working. It's actually taking time for your body and your system to become comfortable in that manifestation. You want to be so landed. Like if I were to tell you right now, oh, you're going to manifest $20 you probably be like, yeah, like I could feel solid, like not going to freak out. All right. What about $200, 2000, 200,000, like wh- keep going with and find those set points and where you can stretch that. That is actually how you collapse time and the degree to which, like if you can, if you're at 70 degrees and you start throwing 200 degrees at it, that's going to collapse time, right? It's in direct proportion. Whereas if you're at 70 degrees and you're going with hundred degrees, it's going to land somewhere in the middle. Right? You are in direct control with like how fast you quantum leap or how fast you collapse time by changing that set point to receive a higher standard. This is how you manifest what you desire faster. And this is how you shift into receiving it now. By doing these things to shift into the version of you who already has it. Because I guarantee you the version of you who already has it does not have the things you currently have going on. And I'm not like that in itself is like a game changer. And once I integrated that, it was like, I was like, holy, break the fourth wall, which basically means like you can't unsee that. So do not freak out when you manifest. Even if you feel like, ooh, this could freak me out. I want you to like feel so normal and open to it. It's like, it's just like brushing my teeth. It's just like brushing my teeth. It's so normal. When you normalize higher levels, you shift into receiving it now. Normalize with gratitude, normalize the ground of gratitude. That is the key. So with that being said, we are going to link wealth recode down below in case you guys want to join. This is really about obviously normalizing new levels of wealth, but also about really having safety in your nervous system to receive more, to be able to hold more. You know, it's so interesting. Even 
I've worked with clients who've like made hundred K months who still nervous system did not feel safe with money and did not feel safe with wealth. So like, no matter where you're at, this container is going to be full of potent life trainings that are going to shift your nervous system and really how it responds to and reacts to wealth. We're going to be breaking your nervous system out of the cycles of lack and scarcity. You're going to understand what it truly means to exist at a frequency of wealth. You're going to be dissolving the emotions and limiting beliefs that are holding you back. We're going to be, like I said, not only changing how your mind responds to wealth, but how to stay in this frequency no matter what, which is like, so good. You're also going to understand why lack and scarcity occurs and the blocks that create it and how to prevent it along with receiving obviously high level support from me, next level activations that are going to shift your entire relationship with wealth, how to embody that in your everyday, along with releasing things like past life trauma, generational trauma with wealth that all have to do with that set point and really changing that. And honestly, being the one who leads wealth and becoming a magnet to receive an overflow. So what it means, like when we talk about receiving wealth and becoming a match for it, I want you to think about holding it, growing it and flowing it. Is it one thing to receive it? Can you hold wealth? Can you flow wealth knowing that it's going to come back to you tenfold, right? It's that whole beautiful dance and that's what we're going to be doing. And I'm so excited for the second round of this. It's going to be truly profound. So we're going to leave that down below. If you have any questions, reach out to me and we'll find which container is best for you. With that being said, take this, put it into practice. I love when you guys put this into practice because it's one thing to listen to podcasts or to hear the thing. It's an actually another thing to go and implement this in your life. And like I said, if you go and actually implement this, this will forever change your life. So thank you guys so much for listening. And I will talk to you in the next episode.